0: Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Titino Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatina. So today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, uh, and we actually made this episode happen really quickly. Uh, We both sort of connected on something, and it's something that I'm really passionate about, the whole idea of food uh, and what it can do for the human body. Uh, But we have an accredited dietitian, a professional athlete. Uh, She is the founder of the Liquid Gold Bone Broth, uh, and she's out there ultimately helping uh, all people achieve the best possible health through the power of food we have candace skibris welcome candace hello thanks
1: for having me on
0: my absolute pleasure thank you for making time to be here i hope you're well today uh we are going to get stuck straight into rapid fire um 21 questions
2: wow quick
0: questions quick answers are you ready
2: i think
0: so i'll ask you that question again at the end Right. Favorite song right now?
1: Um, I don't have one. Um, well, Spotify said that it was Roses. I don't know who it's by. Everyone, I feel like's heard it, the poppy dance song. Roses. <laughs> roses by Saint John or something it was on my Spotify Wrapped. It's
0: like Roses by Saint John. All right, we'll roll with that. We'll start with that. It's a good start. Uh, favorite song, Candice, to get you pumped up.
1: Sorry, Sorry,
0: just cut out. Favourite song to get you pumped up? To
1: get me pumped up. Probably that one. That's what I work out to. That's what I start to work
0: out on. You're going to have to give me different answers. You can't say the same thing for the entire thing, all right? (laughs) Just framing that out nice and early. Favourite movie?
1: Harry Potter.
0: Oh, is there a particular one?
1: I do like
0: the seventh. Probably the
1: best. Seventh? Yeah, both. Would it be Uh,
0: weird to say that I haven't even really watched one of them? That's crazy. Sorry. Like,
1: words. Like,
2: I
0: like little. I'm I'm one of those people that hasn't even watched Game of Thrones either. Uh, yeah. That
1: either.
0: Yeah. Not nah, not really vibing it. Favorite book.
1: Um, Be Great.
0: Oh, of course.
1: <laughs> um, but I like the Jay Shady one or Jay Shetty one that just yep. came yep.
0: out. Yeah. 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 I think I've seen that one. I haven't got my hands on it yet, but I uh, that might be a Christmas and holiday read for me. Definitely. Uh, favorite color? Yellow. Ooh, okay. Go-to meal? Eggs. Eggs?
1: Yeah. I like them scrambled, like in an omelette.
0: Okay. Scrambled. I like it. Favorite TV show?
1: I've been watching The Handmaid's Tales. A little bit obsessed.
0: Handmaid's Tales. Uh, first job?
1: Um, working in a um, supermarket.
0: <laughs> supermarket. I love it. Uh, your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? Mm.
1: It's probably uh, messy. Mm.
0: Typical. Nah, not at all. That's the first time I've had that answer. Uh, so he is a very special player. He's retired now, hasn't he? No, to
1: still playing.
0: Still, okay. Pretty sure, yeah. I remember playing FIFA with my mates when we were younger. Like everyone wants to be Barcelona just to have him. (laughs) Good old Messi. One thing you can't uh one thing you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander? Uh like a food? Could be anything. Anything. Wow, this
1: is a hard question. I don't know.
0: The the arms are crossed. She means business now. She's, She's getting in the angry mode. She's like, I'm angry.
1: Yeah, I like Korean. I
0: don't even know what it's like. Same, yeah, I like it too. Um, can
1: we come back to that
0: one? Normally we don't do that, Candice, but. All right, cool. We'll come back to it. And I'm not going to forget about it either. Uh, funniest or craziest thing you've done? Is
1: that appropriate for the podcast?
0: Absolutely. You can make it appropriate for the podcast. <laughs>
1: Funny. Oh, the thing that I can think of, I have a really bad phobia of spiders and one day, um, me and my mom were going to work and I went to go put on my seatbelt at like 7 o'clock in the morning and there was like this huge huntsman like where the seatbelt thing is. So, she was like driving the car out of that driveway and I like pushed her out of the car bar so I, was, <laughs> I was so scared.
0: That's pretty cool. I don't know if that's crazy or funny. It's a bit of both. Probably funny for the person watching. You would have been like freaking the hell out. I love it. Uh, book or audio book?
1: I've been getting into audiobooks lately.
0: Okay. Summer or winter? Summer. Sum up your mindset in one word.
1: Determined.
0: What's something that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Um
2: own
1: a like a luxury sports car.
0: Ooh. One in particular?
1: Probably a
0: Ferrari, 488. Now we're even more friends. I'm telling you, we were friends. And now we're like next Uh, level friends. I can guarantee you that much. Uh, Proudest moment personally and then proudest moment professionally.
1: Personally. um, I think personally, maybe stepping out of my comfort zone on like social media and putting my face in front of the camera, which is something I didn't think I'd do ever.
0: And professionally?
1: Um, well, i probably representing the country in soccer, like in my under-17s days.
0: That would have been a nice little buzz. Yeah. Putting on the green gold. That would have been good fun. Yes. Well done. Well done. Uh, Candice, tell us something that no one knows about you.
1: Um. I, I feel like I just said it because I like Harry Potter.
0: I feel like me all <laughs> no, like Harry Potter. Um, I love Mexican
1: food.
0: Oh, okay. Love Mexican. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, your greatest failure, now you can substitute failure for whatever resonates best with you, but your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson?
1: Um, probably my injuries, my ACL knee reconstructions, three of them. Oh. Yes. Got
0: me a few lessons. Okay. Well, as in like injury management, like looking after yourself, or in that downtime learning, or like in what
2: yeah. way?
1: Also prioritizing my time different after the second and third one. And ch- sort of finding, I guess, a new a new love in life that wasn't
0: sucker. Yeah, good, good, cool, cool, cool. If you could choose, I've got a feeling I know who this answer will be, but if you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world, two hour time limit, who would it be and where would it be?
1: Um, probably Gary V.
0: Um, yeah, probably in America somewhere. One of my favorite food places.
2: Maybe
1: a Mexican restaurant. How about that? Yeah,
2: probably one of those. Yeah. I do not
0: know. Definitely. Well, I-, I thought you were going to say messy. That's why I said I thought you- I knew what you, but you know, oh, Gary. Yeah, no. Gary V. Vee. Gary Vee what was 10 year old Candace like?
1: um mm, pretty active tomboy and they're playing with the boys playing soccer
0: <laughs> love it love it what's one trait skill quality uh value or belief that you would say is consistent in the you know the closest people around you family friends acquaintances one that's you know consistent but one that's the most important to you like
1: a like a trait or a value or
0: Either, either.
1: Mm, I think patience is important. Or what I find the most important.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Second last question. Normally it's the last question, but we are circling back to one. So second last question is uh, your favorite superhero. Uh,
1: Superhero. I'm not into
0: any of those movies. Come on Candice. Give me I never
1: watched like Batman or Superman or like any of whatever type of ones there are. Um,
0: pass. You passed one. I gave you one credit that we're going back to. There is no. But you gotta give me something. Give me something. Who did you watch when you were growing up? Cartoon, Whatever.
1: Like Toy Story. I watched Toy oh, Story. Oh, that's
0: cool. You know what? We'll call that. We'll call him superhero. We'll call Woody a superhero. He sort yeah. of was. Him and Buzz. They sort of saved the world, didn't they?
2: Yeah.
0: Now. The one that I'll let you go by. One thing that you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander. And it can be anything, it doesn't have to be food. I just feel like I always try not to
1: hate anything. This is hard.
0: Well, that's why I put the word dislike in there because hate's very strong. Um,
1: hmm. uh, go on,
2: okay.
1: I like ginger.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a food, though.
1: Uh, this is stressful. Um,
0: I'll, I'll sit here all day, just so you know.
1: What do you hate?
0: This is not my interview. <laughs>
1: um, I don't like native people.
0: And that's why you're finding this answer so hard to come by. Yeah, i really trying
1: to make sure I don't not like anything. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Or well, one thing that I am ver- I get ticked off with is probably a bit of a dislike is like a mess or like crumbs on the bench, like on the table. It's like it's not hard to get the sponge and like clean it, you know, or, or the cloth to clean it. I see that there and I'm like, how? Yeah. yeah, that's
1: true. Actually, I don't like mess. Why did
0: I think of that? Damn it. <laughs> you can't just take my answer now, Candace. It doesn't work like that.
1: I said I don't like negative people. <laughs>
0: uh, true. All right, all right. We'll pay that. We'll pay that. Well, that is rapid fire. Congratulations. Well done. That wasn't that bad, was it?
1: That got me thinking.
0: Absolutely. It's the idea. Uh, Again, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, You know, lead up to Christmas now, uh, there's a lot happening. Uh, But that's why I thought this time to do an episode now, you know, really around food and the power of food uh, and what to eat, what not to eat, Uh, some myths that we can bust and some, you know, give some people some strategies as well, going into the the silly season, as it's called, Um, and just things to think about. On how they can manage their their food, but let me ask you this, Candice. First up, you know, what's something that you've learned about yourself? You would say throughout COVID.
1: Um. Well, for me, COVID wasn't. I feel like I don't know. I didn't find it a negative experience, like a lot of people found it to be. I kind of utilized this time to you know better myself, learn, you know, use my time wisely. For the most part, definitely had moments where I didn't, but yeah i didn't i just learned to i guess manage my time well because i was spending time at home um, a lot more so i had to learn how to do that so i didn't waste my time
0: and that's been a, a very common sort of theme you know throughout my sort of social circle and a, a few of the guests that we've had on here as well but it is because the, the fact of slowing down and, you know, then managing time, like instead, said, you've got all the time in the world. Now it's like, I actually need to manage that. We always wish we had I want more time, wish I had more time. And then you had all the time and stuff, but we still need to manage and control it uh, and track it most importantly as well. Um, talk to us about your sporting career. I want to know a little bit more about what it's like to pull on the green and gold. I never had the opportunity to do that. Um, so I want to know what it's like to represent Australia, represent your country. Uh, and then, yeah, play internationally, play in front of people, thousands of people, how did, tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So I started playing soccer at five years old, you know, I was in the development programs, really, really young, I was training, you know, eight times a week, like no exaggeration or more um, for a lot of my life. And yeah, I don't, don't even know. Got into state, was always in the state teams. Then the national opportunity came up, which is kind of random was in a camp and then they selected for like a pre-qualifier and yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really good experience. Um and yeah, then I had an injury and you know it's just a roller coaster being an athlete. Um you never know what's you know coming next and you Absolutely. expect you pull on the jersey, you know, you're gonna go far, but you know you have an injury and then your perspective changes and yeah, then well I played for Western Sydney not too long after that, then I moved overseas to America, which again was a completely new experience playing football there. And then, yeah, here we are back home. And yeah, I we- didn't
0: know you went to America to play soccer. Yeah, for
1: college. Football. Like I-
0: sorry, football. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> football. Sorry.
1: Um, well, yeah, got, I got a scholarship for soccer and studied there and then played in their college system.
0: Was college like it is in the movies? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Keeping no. it PG rated, I, I sort of I guess.
2: Well, I'm in like a country town. So oh, like- okay. Version.
0: Yeah, definitely. Everyone rolling around in their in their pickups and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's cool. All right. How long were you there?
1: Um, nearly five years.
0: Five years in the US.
1: Yeah, four years for the undergrad, and then I did an internship um, as a dietitian in Las Vegas,
0: which is really random. <laughs> so it's the complete opposite of dietitian in Las Vegas. Is the last thing people are worrying about there.
1: I know. Well, like that's where I got place, but yeah, it's a good
0: experience. I love it. I love it. I didn't know you spent that long there. That's amazing. Well, on the back of that, how did the whole dietitian thing come out? Like, was that through sport that you sort of said, "I want to learn more about food to get better performance"? Was it just something that you're always naturally driven towards? Like, how did you fall into the space of "I want to go and become a dietitian"? Yeah,
1: naturally, I was always, you know, interested in food and nutrition, and so was mum. I didn't really think about it too much being when I was at home. Um, and I don't even know if I thought that was, you know, a profession that people went into. I was just so like soccer. Um, mm-hmm. That was all. And then when I went over there, you yeah, have to learn or study something. Um, and, yeah, someone said, why don't you do this? And I was like, yeah, that actually sounds cool. Like, I'm down. And it was kind of like spiraled from there. First it was nutrition, then it went to dietitian.
0: I like it. So did you initially do it for... Your own improvements, or you did it to get a degree, but not really think you'd ever do a like a career out of it.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly had no idea. Like, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do if I wanted to do it as a profession. But I was like, well, I like studying this, and you know, you got to do something. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh, this is cool. You can actually study something you're interested in. So I like it. And I've always wanted to just be healthy in general. I didn't think it was about performance too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Well, it's definitely, I'm very similar to you. I, I, I can't say I've, I have definitely haven't studied nutrition or, or, or dietitian at all, but I've always had this like fascination towards, and it was like what we sort of said, like when, when we were in, in the preparation, you know, a little bit of biohacking. Or like for me personally, I'm always looking for not so much like a shortcut, but I'm looking for a way to improve my performance, whether it's through a food or a supplement or a drink or something. Is always looking for that little bit of how can I get 5% more? Yeah. You know? Um, and then that's part of the reason why as well. I wanted to do this this episode with you is to understand that like, is there some things that we can that the you know the normal person doesn't really know about that you can be like, you know what, this is the the gold. And here and are there some things as well we should definitely be steering away from. The first question I have for you, um, this is a little bit of a selfish episode because there's a lot of questions that I want to just have answers for. Uh, but I'm you know what I'm sure the listeners would love to hear it as well. Talk to us about the vegetarian slash vegan diets are they as you know beneficial as what everyone says they are is it good for you is it bad for you how do you know if you're doing it or not i know i've given you like five questions in one but i know you can handle it
1: okay um so you know i when studying i didn't really learn that was there was a really big deal in terms of are they healthy or, or better than you know a regular diet um, but as I sort of learned about it more, dive deeper, you know, in the last few years, I'm starting to think they're not really as healthy as what people make out to be. I'm not opposed to them at all, um, or really for any anything, I guess. But the more I'm thinking about it, meat has, you know, meat and proteins have a lot more nutrition than just protein. There's more to it than you know, just getting enough protein, which, you know, is always the argument. You're never going to get enough protein. You can still get enough protein, but there's more to meat than just protein. There's iron, there's B12, there's vitamin D, there's omega-3s, all these things that are more bioavailable in meat that aren't in vegetables. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you do them for a long time, they you will start to get deficient in things. If you're not supplementing, like, careful, carefully.
0: When you say long time, is that 10 plus years? Is that six months? Like,
1: I think everyone's different. Like mm, everyone's You know, how, how well they store certain vitamins and, you know, what, what else they're doing to kind of supplement with that. Um, so, yeah, and I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, I do it and I feel great. So there's a couple of things. You might be, originally you were eating too much meat or you weren't eating enough vegetables prior. I don't think it's the fact that there's no meat in your diet. It's the fact that you were choosing the wrong things. You were eating too much meat, which a lot of us can do. You weren't having enough vegetables, which obviously make you feel good. Like there's a whole range of things. So I think it's a little bit silly to say, you know, meat is evil. You
0: know. <laughs> I like what you said there as well. Like, you know, cause I, I definitely, so the way I, I do intermittent fasting personally, and then I try and eat my sort of my rule that I've created to myself is to have at least one meatless meal a day. Yeah. So, because I only really eat twice a day anyway, because of the intermittent fasting, most of the time I do lunch meatless and dinner, I'll have some chicken or whatever. Right. So, is that, I guess it's hard to say because it depends on the person, but is there like a, is there a way to, like, is eating more vegetables than meat or through other forms of like getting the proteins and everything else that comes with it, is it more beneficial to try and have more vegetables or more alternatives to meat, or is it, doesn't really matter where you get it from?
1: So I think you don't have to come, you don't have have meat like twice a day. Like I don't think that's the issue. I think it's when you cut it out completely for long periods of time, like doing what you're doing, you know, you're still getting meat. You're just not getting as much. So you're probably feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, definitely I think everyone needs to get more vegetables, no matter who you are. They're always going to make you feel good. That's what you should be filling half your plate up with for most meals. Um, And, you know, every meal should have a protein, though, no matter where it is. But, you know, the only way to find out if you are deficient in, you know, B12 or iron or, you know, any of those things is getting a blood test to really know and vitamin D. You need to look at it. Um, from that way as
0: well and then from somewhere like that then you can go to someone like yourself and say hey well this is the results i got where do i need to put my energy and effort towards in my diet to increase these and to increase my performance etc etc okay so you're not like for it you're not against the whole vegetarian and vegan thing
1: no it's more that well people there's two things like people go okay i've become vegan you know it's the best thing ever you should do it and kind of putting on everyone else that they should do it and then it's like, well, firstly, everyone's different. And secondly, you know, people can start to choose really poor choices just because they're vegan. So then you can get super unhealthy and then you're deficient on all these like vitamins on a, for a long period of time. So I think there needs to be a lot more education around it.
0: it. Yeah. Well, I guess technically if you're a vegan and you eat corn chips, does that make you does that does that tick the box or not? Is that not vegan?
1: Nah, yeah, no, nah, I mean, it is vegan, right? But, it but that's what I
0: mean. Like, if you have corn chips all day, every day, then technically you're a vegan, but are you really healthy?
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, or whatever. I don't even know. Like, fried chips or something, like hot chips. You're not, you know, being <laughs> healthy vegan. I'm
0: a vegan. I go to Macca's and buy fries every day. I'm a vegan. I'm telling you. Veggie burger and all
1: this. Like, people tell me, clients come in and say, you know, I went to Macca's and I got the big veg burger. And I'm like, why would you get that? Like all it is is carbs and it's deep fried carbs. And sugar. Yeah. Why do you
0: do that? So yeah. They're being healthy, Candice. That's why.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. I'm satisfied with that one. Thank you. So ultimately, are you suggesting that? So definitely more vegetables. Absolutely. doesn't matter who you are, what you are. Absolutely top up the vegetables. And then is it a balance between both protein sources as in meat and non-meat?
1: the variety you know if you have fish have chicken it shouldn't you should not be stuck on the same one um definitely have
0: variety because they'll provide different things i like it i like it well that's the first one done thank you now the silly season like i said is around the corner i've personally been busting my ass to getting great shape for christmas how do i maintain that candace throughout so
1: saying <laughs> i guess accountable over christmas or <laughs>
0: well that's almost impossible because being italian going on christmas day there'll be about there's breakfast lunch and dinner that are 18 course meals all the way through you know so
1: definitely pace yourself
0: pace myself all right i'm not very good at that
1: so generally like what i try to tell people clients is if you know you're gonna have a big lunch you know avoid breakfast or have something really light but i mean if you're doing what you're doing breakfast lunch dinner (laughs) that's stock
0: standard Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. So is there any, any, any healthy eating tips throughout the break? Or is it more just do your own thing? Or if someone is conscious about, look, you know what? I want to have fun, but I don't really want to go too crazy. Is yeah. it particular foods that they could eat? You know, a particular strategy they could take that you see beneficial most of the time?
1: Yeah, so, you know, try to build a plate how you normally would. You know, have that bit of protein on there. Have your carbs, you know, have lots of salad. Kind of eat slow. Try not to you know, avoid going for seconds. Drink low-calorie alcohols.
0: No seconds? Come on, Candice. What are you talking about?
1: if you're gonna go to seconds you're probably not gonna enjoy dinner so it's like you know enjoy lunch have your plate indulge eat slow and then i find we just eat so much at lunch and we don't even want dinner and i just don't even eat but yeah
0: so eat slow i don't know about that and don't have seconds that's the worst thing i've heard all episode <laughs> don't have seconds
1: like if you eat slow you'll be full by the time you get what
0: to- don't i just get like one massive plate like right. a massive, like platter sort of thing—not even a plate, like just the whole thing. Yeah,
1: I'll do that.
0: Is—is that—is that still one serve? Uh,
2: yeah, I approve. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm gonna take a photo of it and send it to you. Like, does this cut it? Does this make it? Any other tips, Candice, in regards to um, like alcohol types, food types? If you are gonna go out and in and have fun, like, is there things that people should try and not eat on the menu? Like, so when people are
1: choosing things on the menu, it can. It does sound a little bit boring, but you know, try to choose it like you would choose it at home, where you have, you know, there's a protein in it. Like that could look like, you know, a burger of some sort. There's still a protein in it. There's some carbs and there's some salad, and then maybe get veggies or salad on the side. Try to make those healthy choices. Still indulge and enjoy yourself, but try to make that compromise. Or it's not all bad. you are not getting the chips and 100%. You know, the burger.
0: You're, you're yeah. trying to find the
1: balance.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So still have fun with it. Most yeah. importantly, like you're on holidays, you've worked hard for it, but yeah, find that balance, be smart about it. Um, and I like what you said earlier as well uh, on that part where you sort of said, like, if you know you're going for a big dinner or you know, you're going for a, a lunch, whatever it is, you know, the couple of meals before prepare for that.
2: Yeah. Like, don't
0: overindulge three meals in a row. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What happens if you
1: meal, you know, you're you like full and you like won't feel good.
0: Yeah, definitely. What happens if someone starts to feel like, you know, the second part of the holiday season coming into January and people are like, wow, I've put on a couple kilos or I feel sluggish, I feel bloated, blah, blah, blah. Tips, advice, if they get to that stage, what do they do?
1: So strip it back to basics. Just go back to, you know, basic things. Try it. My thing that I've been doing for the last few months is just sticking to three meals. So it's sort of like intermittent fasting, In a way where there is no snacks in between, um, and try to build your plate every meal have a protein, keep full, and help maintain muscle. Make sure you have vegetables on the plate in some shape or form, and have a little bit of carb just for three meals. And the biggest thing with avoiding snacks through through the day is why you do the intermittent fasting, so you're not always raising raising your blood sugar levels. So then insulin doesn't have to secrete. So that's what we want to do with just having three meals.
0: So snacks are a no-go.
1: Yeah, I definitely avoid snacks if you can. If you feel like you're starving, because you know, maybe you're having dinner a little bit later, you know, have some, you know, nuts to snack on or, or something. But don't go snacking on like a bag of chips and you know, all these processed foods.
0: When you say snack on nuts, this, that's always another topic. How much is a snack?
1: The so 25 grams, 25 Ooh. to 30. Grams. is a a portion or a snack
0: portion 25 to 30 grams is a snack portion yeah so it's
1: like a closed handful basically or nearly closed. so
0: whatever fits into my closed hand is a snack
1: yeah maybe maybe a little bit closed
0: for you (laughs) a bit more closed a bit more like closed okay i can almost fit a burger in my hand like a, a cheeseburger like that would fit
1: maybe weigh
0: yours definitely (laughs) yeah no more the hand measurement for jamie he has to weigh his (laughs) oh i love it okay cool um cut out snacks strip it back to basics if you find yourself feeling a bit you know over the moon and a bit overwhelmed with what's happened over the christmas and new year's period um post all that when it's time to come back should people detox are you are you for that should they cut carbs should they cut you know are you for any of that either
2: Not necessarily.
1: There is certain like cleanses and programs like that that can be beneficial and, you know, be safe. Um, For my brand, Liquid Gold Bone Broth, we do have some programs in there, like a five-day, ten-day, but, you know, they don't include starving yourself and it it really is just stripping down all, all the processed foods, the sugars and stuff like that and adding in a whole bunch of good food. So stuff like that, people like because you do feel lighter and it's safe. It's only maybe for five, 10 days. It's not designed to be sustained for a long period of time, but you definitely have to be careful of some that you choose because, you know, not all of them are safe. So, you know, get some background on what you're doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely get some advice before you go do something crazy like that Uh, or, you know, follow a program like like you've created, like you said, with um, the liquid gold bone broth, you know, on that. I know personally, you know, in, I spent definitely on social media and seeing it a lot more out there. Bone broth has become, uh, I'm not going to say a household name, but it's definitely gained some attention. Yeah. Why bone broth? Like, why liquid gold? Tell us about that. But then why bone broth? Like, why is it such a powerful thing?
1: Yeah, well, I came across it because I was having a bit of arthritis with injuries and had heard about it being you know, a good thing and did some research and was like, you know, I'm going to try it. I had a good result with it and felt really good. My mum was, you know, using it as well. She's like, oh, like I feel really good. And you know, it's, you know, it can be really good for weight loss, which is something a lot of people want to do um, and achieve. So yeah, it just it just has so many benefits, primarily because it's full of collagen, which our body is primarily made of. It's one of the number one proteins in our body. So it makes sense. And yeah, I think there's a lot more research coming about collagen bone broth now which is good um and yeah i've just seen it help so many people that have taken my product and it just leaves them feeling so good so
0: love yeah. that. So it. so is it more of a supplement or is it a meal is it okay how would someone use it
1: so you can have it in many different ways so i personally just drink it instead of having like another coffee um when i first get up i'll probably just drink on have some bone broth it's warm would you warm it up? Yeah, warm it up because if it's not, it's like a jelly consistency. So it's not very palatable. So you get literally like a tea. It's good if you're fasting because you can just drink it in the morning, kind of helps with the cravings, provides some protein and doesn't break the fast. Or sometimes I'll have it in the afternoon. Like if I don't have another coffee, I'll just drink that. And yeah, or you can add it to your meals. So instead of using a stock or a liquid, you know, cooking your grains or in a soup or making gravy, you can use the bone broth.
0: Sounds very uh, versatile. Uh, and yeah. I like what you said there about having it in the morning and not breaking the fast.
1: Yeah, because it's just it's just protein. It's really low calorie, nothing nothing in it.
0: You've now got my attention. Liquid gold bone broth will be added to Jamie Titino's diet. That's for sure. Uh, I love it. Now, this next question, how does the body actually lose weight i know it's complex a million different things that happen simultaneously because our human bodies are incredible but ultimately for someone listening they're like okay cool what do i actually need to do to lose weight
1: so the simple answer is um you know ingesting less calories than your body is burning so getting that balance right there, which I think we've all heard of, you know, cutting calories, but being smart about it too. It shouldn't be, um, for example, 3,000 calories down to 1,500 calories if that's – fifteen, yeah, 1,500 calories. It shouldn't be that drastic. It should definitely be done um, steadily. So that's sort of the simple answer. Reducing calories. So that could be through food or having more output and burning more energy through exercise. So it's beneficial to do both of them. So yes.
0: carbs, fats, proteins.
1: So it should it just be overall.
0: So they all play a part, but there's no one thing in particular that is the culprit.
1: So processed carbs should definitely be cut. Refined carbs, added sugars, they, those types of things can definitely be cut. The only carbohydrate that should be had in some moderation is whole grains or you know low GI, high fiber, and there's even certain ones like in that group that, you know, people should be having more, more than say like a whole grain pasta. I, I would just recommend someone to have quinoa more so than say a whole wheat pasta. So yeah, definitely certain carbs to pay more attention to. Um,
0: now this is why I asked this question. Cause like even you just naturally rattling off all those things, you, I didn't really get lost, but I can guarantee that someone listening there sort of saying, well, she just said like 15 different things in like 30 seconds. What do I eat? What don't I eat? Yeah. You know, so it can be confusing. So yeah. ultimately, so ultimately really just aim for burning more than you're consuming. And,
1: and yeah, basically that and ingesting less than you've had. If you're looking if I was to look at an individual, you'd want to know where they're starting at, I think is the most important. So you know, tracking what you're having can be a good, you know, indicator of where you're at. So maybe it's telling you you're having 3,000 a day. Okay. If you want to lose weight, maybe you drop it down to, you know, 2,500, go from there. See how you go. Do you get, have loss? And then adjust again.
0: So don't go too crazy, crazy. Just Yeah.
1: Definitely take it easy because you just kind of send your body into a shock or it's too much to handle and then you don't stick with it,
0: which our body doesn't like it when we're yo-yoing too much. And I, I can, I, I can understand why that happened because that happened to me when I was a lot younger. Uh, and part of the reason why I do intermittent fasting is because it's just easy. Like I don't have to think and I can do particular diets. Like I can do like the whole vegetarian thing while still doing intermittent fasting. I can do meat only. Yeah. I can do vegetable. only. I can do anything while still following that process.
2: Yes.
0: Um, and honestly, like i if i have breakfast in the morning which is like maybe once a month i'm like out really like yeah. with half yeah. a, within an hour i'll be sleeping because it's wow. just like well it's because I, I don't have it like i don't eat breakfast like i won't eat until like 2 like 2 o'clock 1:30 2 o'clock most days yeah so if i if i eat before then put me to bed
1: wow okay yeah see <laughs> so and then there's always something that works better for someone else as well absolutely what fits your lifestyle, what
0: you feel good on. 100%. There was two key reasons why I really committed to this. One was because I didn't want to waste too much time eating. I was like, if I have to eat five, because I did the whole bodybuilding thing. And I know you know that. Like I would eat like five, six times a day. Yeah. You know, and like if you half an hour, say even 20 minutes times six, yeah, that's almost like an hour and a half, two hours a day of eating.
2: Yeah.
0: Like that's a lot of time to be spent eating. Yeah, you know? yeah, And the second part of it was when I started my businesses, I was like, well, I'm in a startup. I don't really have a lot of money. I can't afford to eat six times a day. So I'm going to have to eat five and then four and then three. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to eat twice a day. I better, I better try this intermittent fasting thing and see how I go. Uh, yeah. But now I just love it. Like I, I just so energized on the back of it. Hey, I'm not trying to sell it or anything. I'm just telling you my story for yeah. all those listening and watching. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So ingest less and or burn more. And just so one
1: more thing, there is I think more that can go into that. Like you know, someone maybe their calories, um, they're working and they're not losing. You know, you want to start looking at other things and looking deeper into the situation. You know, your gut plays a role. Are you stressed? Are you sleeping? You know, are your hormones? How are your hormones? Blood tests. You know, there's a lot of things you can look at. But obviously, what I just said, you know, the calories in, the calories out, is the most simplest. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So,
0: I think if you can start with that, like if you like, I think the number one thing, like you said, track, know where you are, track what you're doing now, and then we can, you know, start to build from there. It's, it's impossible to say, yeah, I'm going to go and eat these foods. but it's like, well, how do you know that's not the same or less calories than what you're already doing in a different version?
2: Exactly.
0: Um, I like that. Candice, I'm going to put you on the spot here and I'm going to ask you, give us three myths that are just straight out like BS when it comes to food
1: um sugar in moderation is okay so i don't think any
0: sugar is that a myth or that is actually okay oh no like okay so the myth
1: is sugar in moderation is okay
0: okay Okay, cool (laughs) good just getting clarity there yeah so yeah sugar in moderation when people say oh that's okay just have a little bit of it
2: yeah is
0: no good no okay I'm not even going to argue that point. Candace
1: says it. It must be research. You, people have them. You know, we, I have them like 100%. But it's not like, oh, it's okay to have a chocolate every day. Like I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, that's
0: oh, okay. Totally. Yeah. Oh, it's okay to have a chocolate for breakfast. Oh, I have another one for lunch. Yeah. Oh, well, I've had two for both of them. I may as well have three at dinner. Yeah. Um,
1: no,
0: no longer moderation. Yes. Okay. So that's the first one. Sugar in moderation equals don't go there, people. Number one. Number
1: two. So it's sort of similar, like cheat, uh, cheat days are okay and are good. I don't necessarily think that's a good thing.
0: Cheat days.
1: And I originally was like, yeah, you know, it's good for people to indulge, but one, they tend to go overboard, some people, um, and it does have a pretty negative effect on your gut. Even that one meal does throw you out. Obviously, it depends what
0: it is, but it does, you know, if it's bad enough, it will throw you out. I don't know if I want to – I don't know if I like these answers personally because this is like me all over. No, I don't do sugar in moderation. I'm pretty completely against sugar. But cheat days, I'm like, you know, I work hard all week for a Saturday afternoon into Sunday morning sort of thing, but nah, you don't reckon? No, I mean, and
2: it depends what it is. You know, if someone's like, my cheat
1: meal is going to be – you know, like waffles and like churros and chocolate, you know, and just, you know, really bad stuff. Like that is not okay. If it's like, a, you know, you know, grass
0: what, a pi- what about, a pi- what about
1: a pizza? But, yeah. Like how is it? Do you make it? Did someone make it? Where's it from?
0: Well, someone definitely makes it. I don't make it. Someone <laughs> else definitely. <makes> it. Someone
1: <laughs> is, definitely. It Domino's? is it like a good restaurant? Really, it could
0: good. be a restaurant at times.
1: Yeah. Um, Yes and no. What are your toppings? You know, that's why it's
0: just easier saying no to meals. <laughs> I don't know why I did this episode anymore. <laughs> You're making me feel bad about myself. I like it. Thank you. So cheat days are no good. Doesn't matter one day, two days, once a month, steer away from them. So what would be the alternative to that then?
1: They're really, like, you can make, you know, you can make a healthy pizza. You can make a healthy burger. You can make, you know, you can almost have a healthy ice cream as well. Like if you make it or you know yeah, dairy free. Yeah, like you, you can control you know, you can find the good food or foods you like, you know, in a healthy In a healthier way. version. Yeah.
0: And still follow like the the cheat day, like a healthy version on the cheat day or incorporate more of that healthy version.
1: Yeah, or like nachos. You can almost you can make that a healthy or you can, you know, maybe have a little bit of sour cream or no sour cream. You, know, you can have fresh avocado guac, you know, you can always sort of find it a little bit, you know, you know, once every now and then you might not, but you know, it is what it is. But the less you do it, the better, ultimately.
0: Okay. So the less cheat days, and if you do happen to have happen to want and need to have a cheat day for whatever reason, choose healthier alternatives, use healthier versions of yeah. those um, meals. All right. So the first one was sugar in moderation is a bad no. Cheat days are good myth busted third one
1: so the sugar like preservatives and like sugar alternatives that they are
0: sugar alternatives
1: so yeah like your you know splendor or stevia. yeah that those sorts of i don't know too much about stevia think Stevia is, you know, sort of on the borderline of okay, but like the splendors and the equals and you know the stuff in Diet Coke that you know people are aware of. Yeah, that,
0: that shit's nasty.
1: Yeah. So like all well, any type of sugar replacement is generally a thousand times sweeter than you know sugar itself, which we only have to use less of it and it still tricks our brain into wanting more sugar. So that's you know, and I, I don't think there's enough research about them. Like as soon as something comes up, say, you know, this certain thing, you know, they've done research and they're like, oh, it's not good. Okay. Then they go ahead and like find a different one. And then they're like, oh, wait, that's not good. Okay. Let's find another one.
0: It's like, there's no good ones, obviously. So they just rename it. They'll put a little bit less, a little bit more of any particular <laughs> ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it's a whole new product. It's like, well, it's the same thing. Yeah. So sugar in moderation, no. Cheat days, no. Sugar alternatives, no. So just don't have sugar.
2: Yes, change of substance, basically.
0: Well, I'm glad I don't have to have sugar with my coffee. That's one of the the, the yeah. best things. I don't have to do that. That's probably a good start. Um. All right, sugar in moderation. No, okay. We're gonna have to have a conversation off air about getting my uh, how I can kind of fill these gaps. If I'm gonna remove all these three, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. What are some foods, vitamins? supplements that people should be like non-negotiable this needs to be in your diet
1: so then the vegans and vegetarians might hate me but (laughs) meat animal proteins in some degree i think it doesn't have to be maybe it's not daily but i think in some degree it's essential um healthy proteins healthy fats again mono unsaturated in particular really important so things in avocado and um, olive oil those types of fats Fiber. Why?
0: Is, why is olive oil so like liquid gold
1: um, because of the mono unsaturated fat basically which is just yeah it's just healthier so we have polyunsaturated which isn't as healthy but mono is sort of And can you cook
0: with olive oil? Like, what can you do with olive oil? For the listeners, they're like, Candice, give us a recipe. Give us something that we can do with this amazing thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, olive oil, you can use it in all your cooking. I know there was that myth about, you know, you can't cook with olive oil because um, it gets damaged at high heat. Um, And I looked at a study that said that wasn't true because that's what I originally thought too. So did I. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was this study, I don't know, it was last year I found it actually doesn't get any damage then say a different oil um so it can obviously be used in all your cooking dressings i use it yeah everywhere pretty much do you
0: just drink drink it out of the bottle or nah
1: yeah
0: nah just straight down it's like yep getting me olive oil for the day i like it so animal proteins healthy fats one more
1: um vegetables fiber fiber vegetables
0: yeah is that a particular type of vegetable?
1: Um, generally non-starchy are probably the better ones. Um, yeah, probably those. I think another nutrient people should pay attention to is vitamin D. I think we don't pay enough attention. So you can obviously get it from, you know, going outside and being in the sun, but not all of us do that at the prime time, which I think people should do. It's not easy to get enough food in some cases, so either look at your vitamin D level on a blood test um, or and if you are low or even close to being low, supplement with it.
0: What is the impacts of not having enough?
1: So the, vitamin D is just connected to so much. So it, you know, it's connected to nearly every organ. But I think something people don't know it is connected. It does regulate the gut microbiome. Which I think everyone's starting to realize—the gut plays a role in everything, our brain, our skin, its role to the liver, and the, you know everything. So yeah, I think vitamin D is just very underrated. Affects a lot of things. Yeah, it's so a it's whole.
0: So it's not just about getting a tan. It's, yeah. it's a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, it's really important. Like pretty much everything, the type of diet to follow is important for vitamin D. Vitamin D too, because certain foods can inhibit vitamin D, you know, production.
0: So definitely go and get a blood test to see where your vitamin D at. Yeah. And
1: you have to ask too with that one because doctors won't give it to you. You, you. you can't just go like get a standard blood test because it won't be on there. In okay. most- um, yeah, okay.
0: so- That's interesting. I, I like how you met you sort of framed it there about like how it's so connected to everything. Like it's not just going to get a tan or going to get in the sun for half an hour or whatever, Like there's so much more to it that it, you know, is connected to when it drives.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. On the flip side to those options, what are some foods that people definitely need to cut out? Like no more, non-negotiable, out.
1: So you probably know a few. Um, definitely added sugar, processed foods. If you can avoid getting anything sort of processed and not in its original form, you know, always find, find the best best type or the best version of the food um you know uh, processed oils as well like refined cooking oils which you will find in a lot of you know restaurants that will use and fast food restaurants that's where you're going to find those because they're cheaper you know seed oils that type of thing um yeah refined carbohydrates refined sugars refined oils processed foods
0: you know how you said processed foods like and try and find its most natural state like what about like frozen veggies and stuff like are they okay
1: yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, frozen veggies are fine. More so, you know, if if you don't for example, like a small example, if you don't need to have protein powder, if you can get protein in its, you know, you know, a normal like this chicken, whatever it is, and it's not for like a sports performance thing, you know, have the real thing when you can. Obviously if it's a convenience thing and you really can't avoid it, obviously, you know, it's okay. But it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. Um and that's what I mean by trying to find the real, I guess, the real version
0: of something. One thing I learned about protein powders and all those supplements and stuff was, especially when I did my bodybuilding comp, getting closer to the actual um, the competition day. Obviously, a lot of that, like the supplements get cut out because there's always a lot of calories in it. But then I started, and it was just about eating the food at that time instead of having the protein shake. And I actually realized that I started to, one, not feel as bloated and yeah. gut health was so much better but two, I actually got better results. Like I was actually performing more. I, yeah. I was lifting more in the gym, even though I was cutting back on some foods by just cutting out protein powders and all that yeah. other stuff that I had, like the 15 other supplements I thought I needed to be alive.
2: Yes. And just yeah.
0: going back to food, like food as a whole, no supplements. I was like, wow. Yeah. Huge diff- Huge difference. All right. So no added sugars. Processed foods, processed oils, processed carbs, processed fats—anything processed, anything that's not real, don't have it.
1: Basically, yeah, if it's too refined. Don't have it.
0: How do they even sell? That's another whole topic. You know, I'm not even going to go there. That's yeah. All right, cool. Candice, what are your top habits though? What are, what's something that you do to make you to help you be focused, energized, the person you need to be?
1: Well, one thing, and I learned it from you, or I definitely took it on more, um, is getting up early. And I've been doing it pretty consistently the last few months. Um, And yeah, it just helps me be a lot more productive, I think. And I actually don't feel tired, which I mean, I love sleep. I do go to bed early, but I was doing that before anyway. So yeah, I just feel a lot more productive. And
0: um, I love how you said that, I don't get tired. That's probably the first thing. Oh, if I get up at 5 a.m., I'm going to be tired. I'm like, no, you won't. No, you're not. So you heard it first of you guys. Do it. Yes. Waking up at like 10 a.m. Because apparently you need that much sleep.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Wasting so
0: much time. Totally. Wake up at 5 a.m., you sort of cruise around, build into your day. You're hitting the ground running by like 6.37. You know, it's game on. Yeah. So getting up early, what else?
1: I'm being organized. I wouldn't say I'm always organized, but even being organized for the next day, the day before, knowing what I need to do, and sometimes I struggle with that because my days are always so different. One well, minute I'm yeah.
2: here, I'm in, there.
1: I'm in at home, so I am still working on that, being more organized, but yeah. definitely a
0: lot more. Okay, so getting up early, being organized, and having a bit of a structure th- throughout your day and a bit of a plan, like a pre-day plan. Uh, and what were the third thing?
1: not eating too much like kind of like you said there's like no time for it and that's why I only try to stick to three meals. The one I just that's just what works for me at the moment. But I don't want to like stress about it or waste time thinking about it either. So that just keeps me efficient.
0: That's the thing. It's like by the time you if you're gonna let's say you're gonna order online, let's say you're gonna use Uber Eats by the time you scroll the app, find out what you want, pick it, it's like 10 minutes there maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. That's if they get the order right. If they get the order right and it turns up, there's another, what, 15, 20 minutes eating. So there's like half an hour right there. Do that three, four times a day. You've, there's two hours. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just us two who are a bit crazy who are like, you know what? Oh, we're not going to eat as much so we can get more done. But it seems to work. Yeah. It seems to work. What's one thing that you, what's one thing yeah. that you learned, Candace, about, you know, n- n- maybe not even food and nutrition and, you know, that whole side of it? Just in, in general, you know, in your, I didn't even know, like I said, you went to America. So in your, in your time of traveling and your time all over the world, like what's been one thing that you learned that really just blew you away? Um, You're like, wow, I didn't even know one that existed or wow. Like I didn't realize how important that was.
1: Um, I think having a good network of people or even, not even doesn't even have to be a big network. I definitely have a big network, but just, you know, like-minded people, who are interested in similar things. I guess just about being productive and like positive in life. I think mean, that's important to have those types of people. Um, and I think, delving getting into podcasts and like listening more to podcasts has been really cool. Something I don't think I did until like last year. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. You said people, productive, and you said another P. There was three P's there.
1: Uh, podcasts.
0: <laughs> that wasn't it, but we're going to write it. We're going to have to go back. When you were saying, I was like, that's gold. It's like people, productive.
2: Oh, positive. Positive. positive.
0: That was the one. Sorry, podcast. You're going to get scrapped. Positive. <laughs> I like it. So be, be around people, good people. Have a good network of people. Be positive. Be productive. I like that. Do you remember a moment, uh, probably more from a sporting career as well, when you said like, shit, like this is real now.
1: Um, like, what do you mean, real? Like,
0: not as that, not as if like I've made it, but it's like, it's legit. Like, I'm, I'm living in what I dreamed.
1: I think when I was overseas playing, like in yeah, in America, like in that type of college kind of um, world, I think because they, and people at the college they look up to you know student athletes. You know, they're like sort of celebrity, but you know they're kind of a big deal. Um something there. I think playing for Western Sydney that moment too was pretty special. Yeah, I guess a couple.
0: What was it like like to pull up the uh, the green and gold socks?
1: Yeah, I, that was, yeah, that was because it was my first, I guess I was young as well, and you're around your friends, it's like, oh, is this happening? Like they're hanging up your jersey, you have someone, you know, who washes your gear and <laughs> so it's like Oh, if someone's like putting out my jersey. Like
0: this is, yeah, this is that's great. cool. I love it. I remember playing footy and that same thing. The, the shorts would be washed, the jersey would be washed. You just, you just rock up. You bring your own footy boots and happy days. It's like this is cool. I didn't get this in junior local footy. That's for sure. Um, I, I like it. Is, is this sort of what you envisioned though, Candace? Like, did you, did you sort of say, you know, coming out of school, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to play there, and then I'm going to come back and create my own businesses. And is that what you sort of? thought would happen
1: um absolutely not I think when I left school I had no idea like where I was going what I was doing um like the college thing wasn't really planned at all like I was like a late I went late to college people normally when they're 18 I went when I was 19 so I was already like a year out of high school um so that was sort of a little bit last minute um and then yeah like I, I always thought I was just going to play soccer and you know, play at a high level and then, you know, things change or, you know, what how you think changes. Um, and yeah, then I just, always knew I wanted to do maybe something in business, but I really was not sure what, what it
0: was, what it would be. Yeah. Well, well done on everything you've been able to achieve so far. Uh, I know it's only in a way like level one of what Candace will be doing uh, in the grand scheme of her life, but it's it's actually really impressive. And I'm a big fan of the, the bone broth. I'm going to one, we're going to have a conversation off air about that. For sure. What what do you think, Candice? Is it's not about like what makes you special. but Like okay, cool. You've played professional football around the world, right? You played for some of the biggest teams, the biggest leagues there are. You played college. It's, it's a fair deal, right? Then you've gone on to do what you've done now. Like, how did you make that happen? Like, why are you? Because I'm guessing there's probably tons of girls who play football. I was going to say soccer, football, right? <laughs> Why do some make it, some don't? Why did you make it, and why do you have, uh, yeah? Why you?
1: I think persistence and patience, like anything, right? Like in business as well, um, and in a sport, it's you know, repetition. Like at the moment, I'm training, you know, my little cousin, she's only 12, and you know, she. she, she, she do this. Oh, I'm like, why can you do that? Like, can't you know? I used to juggle for hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, you know, it didn't just come like that. Like, I used to do it a lot. So I think it's about just literally doing things, you know, till it happens. Really, you, don't, you know, and even when it does happen, you still have to do it. Like, you, I never stop juggling in football.
0: What was it in like when I asked you earlier, like, sum up your mindset in one word. You said determined. Yeah. You know, so you can see how it all sort of does tie in together um what's this is a bit of a just off the cuff question for you what's one thing that sport has taught you about life
1: um when you get knocked down and get back up it's a little cheesy but it's pretty true in for me anyway
0: for me it was pretty much the same thing it taught me how to lose
2: yeah
0: you know because you have to get back up and go again next week you know, it doesn't matter if you win by 100 points in my sport or 100 goals in your sport or you lose by that many. Yeah. You still need to turn up next week. You still need to turn up to training. Yeah. You still need to turn up like nothing happened the week before.
1: Yeah. And that was definitely like college. Like, oh, you got injured? Okay. So, comes training. And it's like, well, okay. Like, I don't even want to go to training because I can't train. But, like, you still have to go. That's
0: Absolutely. I love it. I love it. As we sort of tie it off and, and, and wrap it up, this has been awesome. I've, I've got like, like I said, we're going to have another whole conversation about optimization of my health to take it to the next whole level because I'm excited about that. Uh, last question for us here, Candice. What's something that someone that you sort of replay back in your mind that you tell yourself when times are tough? Like like you said there, when you get knocked down uh, and you're like, shit, do I get back up again? Is it something that someone said to you? Is it something that someone that you read? that someone, you know, you just heard third hand. Is there a particular word, phrase, quote that you replay back in your mind in those times where you're like, I need a bit of motivation or inspiration?
1: Um, I don't know if there's anyone in particular. I think my parents are always good people to have around me and um, definitely supported me. And I think just thinking like, you know, why well, I always just thought, you know, the humans are so resilient. Like, you know, it can feel like crap one day. And, you know, after a few years, like, oh, you know, I'm going to be fine. Life goes on. There's more opportunity. I think it's just having, um, I feel like I'm an optimist. I just think, you know, obviously you have your moment, maybe it lasts for a day or an hour, whatever it is. But eventually I just feel like I come around like life goes on, you know, there's a new opportunity. What does this mean? I have start, you always been like that? A little bit. I think, you know, even like I got injured, like a pretty bad injury at 16, feel like I didn't take it that well, you know, instead of focusing on school, I just, you know, didn't even care about school. So sort of just like plateaued and bummed out. And then, you know, when I got injured at 21 or 22, I was completely different. I was still upset, but I put all my energy into, you know, studying and, you know, what else I could do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess you grow, you grow up a little bit. I
0: like it. I like it. Candice? You have been an incredible guest. Thank you so much for all the incredible insights uh, and knowledge. Uh, and basically, guys, if you're listening, don't eat sugar. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. How easy. easy is that? Just cut it out. Yeah. So easy. I'm just going to brainwash myself to say, it's just easy. And then I'm just going to do yeah. it.
1: Yes, yeah, manifest it.
0: Exactly right. I'm going to manifest no sugar. I'm not, I'm not going to manifest sugar. I'm going to manifest zero sugar. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I like that, Candice. Where should people find more about what you do? Uh, definitely Liquid Gold Bone Broth, and an, a, even from a dietitian standpoint, even from content, because you do put great stuff out there. And I obviously have been following and watching a lot of your stuff. And you put even today, I think you put something on uh, about the plate, or how to set up your plate. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so at, on Instagram um, at Candice underscore I don't know if you
0: want me to spell that. But... So I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. If people can go to the notes, there'll be your, uh, I'll I'll link it there for them.
1: Yeah. And then my business or the liquid gold Instagram is just LG bone broth. And we also got a TikTok too. We're trying to, try a new platform.
0: TikTok. TikTok's pumping. You got to get on there. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll get all those links for everybody. Um, And definitely, like I said, if if you are listening uh, and watching, I would definitely just follow Candace because it's like, okay, cool. Watch your stories. I'm telling you, there's a lot of learning in it. Uh, there's valuable content. I'm not just saying it, Candace because you're here. Like, I'm actually genuinely like, I, I watch every single one of them to see, like, okay, cool, what can I learn today? Like I said, I'm looking for that little 1%, that little 5%. What can I find uh, from a professional that can help me be better? Candace, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you. Uh, And to everyone else out there listening and watching, thank you so much for joining us and I'll catch you in the next episode.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share and subscribe to the
2: podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.